0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Mystic Podcast. Today we will be covering Lost Boys the First. This is the third and last movie of the Lost Boys franchise and from next week we'll be restarting our Vampire Diaries content. And today I also have a special guest yet again with me please introduce yourself.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Christopher and, and I'm happy to be back on this podcast.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you back. So you're planning on, we were planning on having you last week, but unfortunately yes. you're very busy. So yes. I just ended up recording it by myself. It's great that you're back on for the last part of the Lost Boys franchise.
1: Yes, it's really good to be back.
0: Yeah, so I will have to say that um, last episode was pretty short, and I think this episode isn't going to be that long, too, because compared to the original, the second and third movies, you know, are kind of mediocre, right? And are not as good. So you like the second movie the best?
1: No, I said I like the third movie
0: oh, the best. Th- because last time you were on this podcast, you said that you like the second movie the best.
1: No, I like the third movie the best.
0: Okay, so you're, you changed your mind then, since we recorded
1: I think I did. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll hear
0: that. about that later on. So before we get into the actual episode, um, just to give you a few podcast updates, I just checked my analytics and I reached 200 plays slash downloads. Wow, so, congratulations. Yes. yes, I can't believe it. So thank you so much to everyone who has been tuning in, especially to my um, listeners who have been answering to the Spotify Q&As. So I think that, you know, not... As many of you have been tuning in for these bonus episodes, I just thought it's nice to do some bonus episodes here and there. But from next week, we will be finishing off the Vampire Diaries season one. So I'm looking forward to finally restarting the Vampire Diaries. And hopefully you can come on for like the final episode. Yes, I would episodes. love to. Yes. Um, as usual, when we cover movies, we will look at first of all the cast. We will take a look at the plot. After that, we will look at some reviews. i read out some trivia facts. And then finally, we will give out our rankings and final thoughts. So before we take a look at the plot, let's quickly talk about the cast and the background of this movie. So did you know... Okay, I'm going to ask you a question then. Okay. So do you know where this movie was filmed?
1: Um, no. Mm -hmm. Covington?
0: No, no, that's the Vampire Days. Yeah, so it's set in California, right? And I think the first movie and second movie, they probably filmed it in California. Uh But the third movie, they actually filmed in South Africa. Oh, really? Yes. So that's why when I was trying to look up the cast, there's actually no major cast apart from the two Frog Brothers. Um, Yeah, it's mainly local actors and actresses they hired Mm -hmm. and kind of guessing that they maybe didn't have much budget to film. Ah. So that's why apparently lots of Hollywood movies that have a low budget tend to film in South Africa because it's cheaper to produce. Oh, yes. Yeah, and then it's cheaper to hire locals as well. And even in America, so did you know that many pilot episodes in like the old days of the CW, they would record in Vancouver. So even the Vampire Diaries was filmed in Vancouver for the pilot. In the old days, the pilots, they don't know if the they're going to receive the green light, as it called, like if they yeah. can continue filming. So they choose cheaper locations. Mm-hmm. And even Covington, Georgia, I think they give incentives apparently. Oh, I see. We have a third guest onto the podcast, everyone. It's our adorable but slightly noisy Frenchie. So you're going to hear some Frenchie noises probably sorry about that there's Frenchy ASMR probably (laughs) so yeah I think they give out some kind of incentives that's why there's like a Netflix show and all kinds of shows that are filmed in Covington now didn't
1: know that yeah do you give incentives
0: yeah I'm not sure what the exact incentives are like is it tax related or something I'm not sure yeah I'm, I'm not really sure but I read about it somewhat So, yeah, so that's why there's not really any major cast. The only two were, of course, Edgar and Alan Frog. Um, They reprised their roles as the Frog Brothers. And Corey Haim was apparently offered to be in this third movie as well. Mm. Um, But he actually turned it down. So, yeah, he said that he was too busy. He was apparently planning on being in the fourth movie, even though it hadn't even been decided yet. But then he ended up being, he ended up passing away. Oh, um, yeah, before this movie was actually released. Wow. That's why they ended up dedicating this movie in the end credits yeah. to him. Okay, so next let's talk about the plot of the movie all right so in the very beginning of the movie it's set five years before the actual main plot mm-hmm. um, which means that the movie two takes place after this right the white house scene yes so yeah you remember um the very first scene is in washington dc and they call it the other murder capital so in the first movie they called santa clara the murder capital yes and then here they're referencing washington dc as to the other one uh-huh and if you remember there was a very old senator and he's a half vampire and these other vampires are encouraging him to complete his transition to become a vampire by killing a congressman yes yeah you remember that scene so i guess this means the vampires were trying to take control of the whole government do you think
1: yes I bet.
0: and so the frog brothers come in to rescue so do you think that they were working as, like, professional vampire hunters or something? Yes. Yeah. And unfortunately, what happens in this scene?
1: Um, the I think the little brother...
0: The little... Well, I don't know which one's, you know, young which girl. one's yeah. younger
1: or older, but one gets um, infected by the Alan. vampire. yeah. Right? He
0: gets fed vampire blood. Yeah. Yeah, and there he becomes a half vampire. And one thing I thought was very different to the original movie was the transformation was really quick. Yeah. So if you remember, Michael took like a whole day or night, right? To like actually transition. Whereas Alan's like eyes changed straight away and he ran off.
1: It did, Mm. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't mind them making a transition quick. But I just think if you're going to make a franchise, it's best to keep the vampires the same, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off, Mm -hmm. but... I think you know the previous podcast that I was in I mentioned yeah. that this vampire transition kind of thing mm-hmm. is like a virus. Mm. So I really believe that the virus got stronger.
0: Oh, so it's like mutated. a zombie kind yeah, of thing. It mutated yeah.
1: and it got stronger mm. so you immediately turn mm. and then you reflect back on the um you reflect back on the you know the DJ scene, DJ act. Yes. Um, they're doing the party, they're mm-hmm. doing the rave kind of thing, and then they're spreading the blood, right? Yeah. In a little like tube thing. Yeah. And then when they drink it, they instantly turn into vampires.
0: Yeah, because isn't it like mixed with ecstasy or like some kind of drug? Yeah. It? Yeah. It
1: is mixed with something, but yeah. it kind of proves that this virus mm-hmm. or this vampire blood mm. is becoming stronger hmm. and infecting people hmm. very fast. It's more like a zombie than a vampire. Yeah,
0: it is. And like, even like the sound effects and the way the vampires act, it's very much more like a zombie sort of movie.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, when I first saw the movie, I was pretty excited because I thought the whole plot was going to be set around the White House. And I was kind yes. of interested, which is why I was kind of disappointed when it was only the first, like, three or four minutes. Ah. Yeah. So then we're taken to the present day. And... um edgar is living in a trailer but around all around his trailer he has holy crosses and garlic everywhere he has and i remember we were talking about in the previous movie how um in the previous episode um they reveal in the first movie that garlic doesn't work on them
1: but, but he, he, still still, has it. Yeah, he still yeah
0: he still has it so he, he i don't just get can't why. Like, let it go Yeah, that's what I don't get. he
1: really likes garlic or something, but, Mm. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I don't get. If he's a vampire hunter, like, he knows that it won't work. Yeah. Why would he hold on to this hope? Maybe he just,
1: he's just obsessed with the smell or something. (laughs) I don't know. Like, he believes that it will work someday. Mm.
0: Oh, he wants to have it just in case. Just in case. Oh, because he did say before that not all vampires go the same way. Yeah. So, so maybe he'll meet a vampire that is weak, weakened by garlic.
1: It never worked though.
0: Yeah. And then uh, we see outside the trail. there's an eviction notice and he only has one week until he needs to leave. So I guess because of what happens to his brother, he's been so depressed that he hasn't been able to work. And, oh yeah, so, sorry, I thought it was the same town as the second movie, because he was in a trailer then as well. But I just remembered this movie was set in San Cazador, California. So every movie is set in a different beach town, but they kind of all had the same vibe, right? Yes. Yeah. And then again, in this third movie as well, we see loads of missing posters of children or like young people everywhere, which is like the original movie. And we see that Edgar is resorting to selling his beloved comic books. Um so he sells destroy all vampires, like which was m- mentioned in the first movie. Yes. Um but when the shopkeeper tells him to sell Batman fourteen, he refuses. Um this is because do you remember why he won't sell that book?
1: It's um Corey's book, right? Yeah, Corey Corey's slash book. Sam. Yeah. Right, Sam? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I guess it has some sentimental value. Yes. And I think they added lots of scenes, like flashbacks of. But he ends Sam, up right? selling it, right? Um. He does, really? right?
1: Yeah, he no. does. I think it was like four hundred dollars uh, or something. Wait,
0: was it that book that he ended up? Yeah, doing? he oh. ended
1: up that that one was the most like you know expensive one. Yeah.
0: Oh, he sells it on eBay. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is not for sale, but then he ends up.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah that's right but he doesn't have cash yeah but I, yeah but i guess like they i don't know if they added these kind of scenes after the Corey passed away or not but i feel like lots of these flashbacks were added on purpose because he yeah passed away. So. Yeah, yeah yeah so anyways there we're introduced to zoe who works at the comic book store and in comes in a celebrity blogger who is here for an x-party rave. And so there's, so there's been these sort of raves going on and next it's coming to this like beach town. Edgar goes back to his trailer and we're introduced to Gwen. How is she introduced as first?
1: Oh, she's an author.
0: So she writes about vampire romance novels. Yeah, vampire so that's romance where we novels. kinda get she was like obsessed with vampires. And yeah, but funnily then, enough,
1: yeah, this then... is a
0: reference to Stephanie Meyer who wrote the Twilight novels. Oh. So because this movie was released in twenty ten, that's when Twilight was really, you know, hyped up and popular. Yeah. So they made this character on purpose apparently.
1: So she asks um, the frog. She asks
0: Edgar Frog, yeah. She
1: asks Edgar Asks Edgar Frog to... Excuse me, I just said it right and you're laughing.
0: Sorry, I just okay. like, you've been saying it so many times. She,
1: you better cut these scenes.
0: I'm gonna keep them in, they're funny. What?
1: She asks Edgar Frog to mm-hmm. basically find her brother, right? <laughs> Yeah. And uh, the brother went to a rave and never came back. This and yeah. that.
0: Yeah, that's but right. it's just
1: suspicious from the start, you know.
0: It is. Like
1: she's r- like writing about she vampire yeah. novels. Yeah, and like.
0: yeah. So she's saying that it's the vampires that have kidnapped him. But if she was really disliking vampires, she wouldn't write those novels, right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Then she hires a reality star. Oh yes, yeah. You that's to be about vampires. Exactly.
0: That's going to be later on. Yeah. yeah. Later. on. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, here we explained a bit about what this rave exactly is, and apparently, at this X party, um, the partygoers are being fed a drug called the First. That's where the name of the movie is from. So, basically, the First is vampire blood mixed with a drug or something, I guess. So, I'm guessing that DJ X, do you think he wants to build an, a vampire army, I guess? Yes. Yeah, so he wants to take over the planet, basically. Yes. And Gwen thinks that DJ X is the actual original vampire. So by killing him, they can remove all vampires. Yeah. yeah, so then we cut to a short scene where the vampires are on a plane and Peter is held captive on the airplane too. Do you remember yes. that scene? And then they're headed to San Casado, California and then they fly off one by one of the airplane. Yes. And that's where we get the Cry Little Sister remix. They just had to add it somewhere. Yeah. So the next scene we have is our first scene of Alan.
1: Alan. Yeah. Frog. Yeah. Yes. Let's let's add frog.
0: Okay. So we have a f- second. We have a first scene of Alan as a half vampire. So, do you know what he was doing? No. So apparently he's a taxidermist now. Um, what does that remind you of?
1: The grandfather.
0: Yeah. So I kind of think is it like a reference or something.
1: It is. They love to do references.
0: Yes, and I think that um alan doesn't want to feed on humans yes so he feeds on animals like the grandpa maybe yes (laughs) yeah and then edgar is you know asking alan for help um and then alan is like don't you have anyone else to help you yes and then he gives all these references to the original movie so first he mentions sam and edgar says i did what i had to do so i guess that kind of means that he killed Sam, right? They left the second movie as a cliffhanger, so we yes. don't know if he killed Sam or not, but because Corey passed away, that's how they made it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Edgar says that Michael and Starr are angry and not on speaking terms. And then Laddie has a wife and a kid now. So I found that strange because apparently in the second movie, Michael and Star were supposed to be dead. I read that somewhere. Oh. Yeah, apparently Michael and Starr were the parents of Nicole and Sam.
1: Nicole and Sam. Yeah, Nicole really? and Sam
0: Emerson. Yeah, oh. which would kind of make sense the age-wise, right? Yes. But then in the final movie, they're saying that Michael and Star are angry at him for killing for um, for killing Stamps. So they're not on speaking terms. So which one is it? I wonder. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wish they explained him.
0: Yeah, I really wish they explained they what really happened don't to do the original. Good with yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then Alan is basically given up. Like he. He's a half vampire now. He doesn't want to do hunting anymore. He feels like he's lost hope. And he thinks that it's a whole pyramid scheme. Do you remember him mentioning that? Yeah. Yeah, so he kind of feels like there's no hope.
1: Uh Like, because
0: they kill one head vampire and there's always somebody above and above. And it's the next day and we see Edgar. um, I think he was in his trailer. He was looking at an old photo of him and Alan and Sam. So again, it's another flashback scene. And by looking at this photo and having this flashback um he decides that he wants to go ahead and um, try to kill this the original vampire so he heads to gwen's hotel here we're introduced to gwen's other person that she hired so you can introduce him which one and um, the other person that Gwen decides to hire to kill the so vampire. So the
1: other person that she hires is yeah. a reality TV show star. Yes. Apparently that um, beat a bear on yeah. TV.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know if that's even true, but you yeah. know, apparently he did. And then he gets hired to kill the vampires and rescue the little brother. Yeah,
0: yeah. we're not in the active rescue scene yet, though. Okay, so yes. I'm not
1: going to spoil anything. But yeah. one thing we know is that... He doesn't know anything about vampires, Mm -hmm. and he just thinks that it's just a TV show, reality Mm -hmm. TV show, where he takes down vampires.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he doesn't think it's real at all. And then um, he also has a sidekick. He has his cameraman, right? So the two of them are here. Yeah, Edgar's decided to make a deal that he will help Gwen, and he heads to Sam's grave. And I'm guessing this is also another tribute scene. And that's where he leaves a Bat- Batman 14 comic book, though. He leaves it at the tombstone.
1: But I think he gets it back later.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think no? it's a different book that he sells later on, I think. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, because I don't think he'd sell that right. And then when he heads back to his car, he sees there's a book. So Alan is the one that gave him a book, and he leaves a letter. And it's one of the very most earliest books, uh Vampire Hunting. So Edgar takes this book and gives it to Zoe, mm-hmm. the girl that works at the comic book shop, to analyze. She doesn't know anything about vampires, though. So he just says, like, just do this research. There's no particular reason. Yes. And, you know, luckily he goes back in because he saves Zoe because Zoe was about to get killed by vampires. Mm-hmm. And so they're at the diner. And now Edgar is you know, explaining everything to Zoe about how vampires are real. And he, she mentions that in the book, um, they were talking about planning, um, they were talking about a sacrifice oh. that needs to be done over blood moons. That's what DJX wanted to do. Yeah. He wanted to do a sacrifice to transfer the original vampire's powers to him, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. And I do know, something about this sacrifice, and, like talking about moons, it reminded me of the vampire diaries. Yes. Um, of course, we're still on the Vampire Diaries Season 1, so I can't reveal any spoilers, but this does happen in Season 2. What's wrong? You're showing me a, a really funny picture of our Frenchie when he was stung by a bee or something, like his eyes are in <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, he wasn't stung by a bee. I think it was like...
1: <laughs> yeah, this, look at the eye.
0: I think he was bitten by a mosquito. No, no, Lucy, look at the yeah.
1: eye.
0: So it's the next day, and um, Edgar is preparing to head to the island. So I mm-hmm. think it's like on a little faraway island, right, where the rave is happening. He's making his frog juice again. Do you know what the frog juice consists of? Do you remember?
1: It's eggs, multiple mm-hmm. eggs, and um garlic. Yeah. Um,
0: One more important thing to help kill it, vampires. Holy water.
1: Holy water. Yeah. yeah. So I don't get
0: why he drinks it. Is it like vervain? Like in case the yes, vampires try to. It is. It oh, is. I see. It's disgusting. <laughs> and he puts on his red bandana, which is obviously from the original movie. And he's headed to, first of all, a former congressman's place. Um, He is now a weapon maker. Do you remember that scene? Yes. Yeah.
1: He goes crazy, right? He locks yeah. himself. He locks himself in the shed.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, he and then he he lives on like tinned weapons. canned food. Yeah. yeah, and he has all this research on vampires, and interestingly, not just vampires. When I was rewatching it, he has some articles on werewolves as well.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And then he has traps all around his place.
0: Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, the vampires come to attack, and I like a lot that. of things just get destroyed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then. <laughs> I thought that he would go with them to the island, but it looks like he stays behind.
1: He does, Which I thought was
0: weird, yeah. But I guess he has a lot of tidying up to do. Yeah. Yeah, so then we are headed to the island, and Zoe, I guess, is tagging along as well now. So the whole gang has arrived at the island, and... Gwen doesn't end up going inside the whole vampire lair, right? She stays outside. Yeah. And the rest are headed in, the four of them. And they're separated into two groups. So one group is Edgar and Zoe. And then the other group is the reality star and the cameraman. What do the reality duo do when they go in the vampire cave?
1: Well, they look at the place. They look mm-hmm. at the place, right? And yeah. then they find the little brother. Peter. Find Peter. Oh,
0: that's a nice picture. Yeah. And
1: they find Peter. Mm -hmm. and uh, they think that it's a reality tv show Mm -hmm. so they they're like so they're like oh it's too early Mm -hmm. so you know we're not gonna help him yet yeah you know make it more dramatic yeah that
0: yeah so yeah they think it's too early to find him and peter's like what the fuck and then they just leave him yes and so yeah they're filming around they're filming like an intro to the show and everything and then And then the reality star ends up getting killed. He gets his heart ripped out.
1: He does.
0: Yeah, and his heart's. (laughs) And his heart's still beating. Did you know that?
1: Yes, I know.
0: Yeah. And then the camera guy actually ends up staking the vampire. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think he'd be that helpful, but he actually ends up being helpful later on, if you remember. He shines a light at the rave. And then, meanwhile, Edgar and Zoe are attacking other vampires, and Edgar ends up getting injured from a wound, like, really severely injured. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of loses his conscience once, I think, when he's taken outside. Yes. And then in his dreams, he has another flashback scene. Yeah, another flashback scene of the original movie when he meets Sam for the first time. So it's really a tribute. One thing I thought was really funny, I don't know if you um, noticed this, is when they ask about what was inside the cave um klaus the camera guy Mm -hmm. i don't want to say because klaus can get confusing if you watch the originals of vampire diaries Uh, but the camera guy doesn't mention that they left peter intentionally
1: yes
0: they say he they ran into trouble so that's why they had to run out so i guess even he thought like they did something really stupid yes so the rave has begun they're giving out the first drug and peter is being held on the stage as like a sacrifice Mm -hmm. and all of the teens have transformed straight away into half vampires and they almost look like zombies the way they're like grabbing onto the cage yes and just when okay so the gang has gone in they're gonna attack and edgar goes onto the stage right to fight djx and just when djx is about to stake edgar alan comes to the rescue so he decided to come and help after all yes and zoe retrieves the demobilizer do you remember the demobilizer thing that was in the water yes oh yeah so zoe retrieves the demobilizer (laughs) do you remember the demobilizer Yes. yeah and then it demobilizes Mm djx so then he gets staked and then they free peter so what is the big reveal
1: Peter is the creator of all vampires. Yeah. Which so, is crazy.
0: Yeah. Like, I just... He doesn't look like it at all. He looks like a child. He
1: does.
0: Yeah, I can't believe he's, like, 1,000 years old. Yeah. Yeah. not even
1: hit puberty
0: yet. So Gwen is, you know, because she writes about vampires, like these vampire romance novels. So basically, she's obsessed with becoming a vampire. Mm-hmm. And so that's why she played along with this trick. Um, one to free Peter, and two because Peter wanted Edgar as well, so it was a way to lure Edgar in. So, as soon as she she says like, "Oh, she kept her end of the promise," um, he ends up killing her. Oh wait, one really interesting thing I have here is, do you know what they were using to weaken Peter? No. They were using garlic. It was in my memo.
1: So it actually works. Yes,
0: yeah, so it actually works. So in the wow. first movie, it didn't work, right? Yes. But yeah, this movie, it did work. So yeah, I guess Edgar was right after all. So yeah, so Peter is the OG vampire, and DJX wanted to use the Blood Moon and to sacrifice, and the, m- wanted to use the Blood Moon and do perform a sacrifice in order to transfer the powers of the original vampire to him which i don't really get either do you
1: i don't get it
0: too. yeah and he says transfer powers but what power does this head vampire have because he wasn't really that strong right he got
1: killed immediately yeah vampires. yeah so I, I just don't all.
0: get it at all yeah, yeah this series like the vampires don't seem that strong at all yeah and then there's no power difference between different levels like there is with the vampire diaries which um i guess yeah we have seen in vampire diaries so far for example lexi was older than Damon, that's why um, she was a little stronger than him. I think that's the only old vampire we've seen so far on yes. the series. Yeah, we're still only halfway through. So. so basically, Peter takes Alan and uses Alan as bait to get to Edgar.
1: So Peter wants to use Edgar Frog to basically make him a... Oh no, it wasn't make him a vampire. No. It was to hunt down other vampires mm-hmm. who do what again?
0: Oh, no, basically, he just wants to control the vampire population. So it's the opposite to DJX. DJX just wanted to take over the planet, but which he wasn't really thinking... Yeah, because, you know, obviously the smart way to do it was to maintain the population because otherwise there'll be no no one to feed on, right? (laughs) Yeah, so that's why Peter wants to use Edgar to be his own personal vampire hunter, basically. Uh And just to kill vampires that, you know, aren't behaving or to just maintain the population. Then there'll be lots of blood to drink and then he thinks it's a good way for humans and vampires to coexist. Yeah. So he prefers vampires to be, you know, living in the shadows and secrecy. Yes. Oh, yeah. So one interesting reference he mentioned was you don't want to be like Robert Neville. And I was like, well, I don't know who this is. But apparently, this was a reference to I Am Legend. Have uh-huh. you watched that movie yes, before? I yeah. Agree. So it's when Robert Neville is the main character who's the only person left in the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the movie is a zombie movie, right? Yes. But apparently, this was originally a novel. And apparently, originally, it wasn't zombies. It wasn't vampires uh-huh yeah oh you knew yes oh wow how come you knew that did you read the book before
1: oh i didn't know there were vampires but i kind of guessed it
0: oh because yeah. he made that reference yeah, but yeah because they
1: haven't drank any blood they mm-hmm. became like this monstrous looking mm. uh, creatures mm. um they can only come out at night too oh
0: uh, yeah that's right
1: so during the daytime he hunted he yeah
0: so through. i guess even though it was a zombie movie they still kind of based it on yeah, vampires gone crazy kind of yes. thing yeah that that movie was really scary that's yes. the only that, i think that's the first zombie movie i ever watched and yes. that's what got me to really hate zombies so he's using alan as bait um peter and does alan get compelled i'm not really sure because peter says something to alan like go and kill edgar and then his eyes kind of change yes So do you think that was like a compulsion kind of thing? Yeah, the
1: surprising thing is he Mm. can compel other vampires. Mm -hmm. But he can't compel DJX.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't get it. Is it because they shot him with garlic to start with or something? I see. Edgar, though, manages to kill Alan. I'm not sorry. Edgar manages to kill... Peter, the so-called original vampire, pretty easily because he grabs a hose, he sprays water onto him, and then he does this like prayer right to himself, and then the water turns into holy water because he's an ordained minister, and then that's what kills him. Yes. So, what do you think about this death of the so-called original vampire?
1: I mean, it's too easy. It is. It's, it's too always easy. Always too easy.
0: Yeah, that's the problem with. This series is the vampires they, get killed off so yeah. easily at the end of the movie. It feels
1: yeah. so rushed, right? They build it up Yeah. A lot. But yeah. then when the final fight scenes come, mm-hmm. it's just like in a snap it's done.
0: Yeah. So
1: it's not challenging at all. No.
0: Yeah. Because the head vampire is killed, I guess there's no more vampires on the planet now. Alan's back to a human. And the very last scenes of the movie. So we have Alan enjoying the sun on the beach because he's probably... He's been a half-vampire for like five yeah, five years, so he hasn't seen the sunlight, so he wants to catch up on it. Yeah, And then Edgar walks into the comic book store, and that's where Zoe said that she sold one of his comics on eBay for $500. And then Edgar mentioned something about adding books to his Kindle. So the movie just feels really modern compared to, you know, the old movie. They make lots of modern references. Yes. And I guess now Edgar doesn't have any vampires to hunt anymore. He's researching on werewolves now, right? Yes. And he mentions the fun fact that female werewolves can turn any time, not just a full moon. And Zoe says that's an interesting theory. She looks away from Edgar and the very last scene shows Zoe's eyes change,
1: which yes. probably
0: means she's a female werewolf, right? Yes. Yeah um what were you surprised about this or you weren't surprised
1: i mean i wasn't that surprised Mm -hmm. to be honest but i think the werewolf um plot line that Mm -hmm. they're trying to implement maybe like saying that oh the story continues for edgar frog is kind of stupid because mm. they always hunted vampires yeah. since, they won, since they were like kids. Yeah. And then now they're introducing werewolves to mm. the story after like, what, 20, 30 years?
0: Yeah.
1: Like they should have known from the start or maybe in the middle that other supernatural creatures do exist, you know?
0: Uh, you think it was too rushed, like they just added it on so they could make more movies out of it. Yeah, maybe. and then yeah. if,
1: you know, the problem is if they didn't know about werewolves... That means that the werewolves weren't that much of a problem.
0: Yeah, they're not causing right. any harm to humans by the looks of it. Right. Mean, Zoe so. doesn't seem to be like she's causing yeah, chaos. Yeah, they're just yeah.
1: cohabiting with humans yeah. and not harming humans. Yeah. So I don't really understand what the, you know, reference is. Like mm-hmm. what they're trying to like say in the movie.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I think they could have done something better mm-hmm. in terms of, like, maybe introduce a different species of vampires or, you mm. know, whatever. But not not just, like, werewolves, you know?
0: Yeah, it just seems a little too random because yeah. they only had vampires up until now. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, then, so that's the end of the plot of the movie. So I'm going to quickly read out the online um average reviews, some trivia facts, and then we can um close things up with our final thoughts and ratings. On online average reviews, for IMDB this movie is rated 5 out of 10 and Rotten Tomatoes it's ranked 33% by the audience. So yeah it's very very low but actually compared to the second movie it's a little better um yeah for the second movie you, you weren't here for last week so you didn't hear it but imdb 4.5 out of 10 rotten tomatoes was 25 percent. so yeah both the second and third they just they ranked really really low compared yeah. to the original and i think they were like direct to video sequels both of them which means they weren't released in a the movie theater right Yes. yeah so they didn't really get that much hype at all, uh-huh. and they weren't really that success- successful. That's why, like, I couldn't really find much trivia facts um, re- related to the movie. One of the only facts I found out was um, the reason why they added that werewolf ending was because um, Corey Feldman, Edgar Frog, and then the producers, they wanted to make another trilogy oh. of werewolves next
1: really so okay, yeah that, so that's a
0: really bad yeah so the movie was supposed to be like about vampires right the lost yeah. boys trilogy and then they were turning it into like an edgar frog kind of wow. series and they also wanted to do a tv series but warner brothers decided not to go with it they didn't want to do it
1: they wanted to do like a supernatural hunting yeah
0: movie. i guess so yeah yeah which is strange because in the first movie edgar isn't really a main character right but all of a sudden like he became the center of the series apart from that there's not actually that many interesting facts so i guess we can just move on to our personal rankings so what would you rank this third movie out of 10
1: i would rank this movie um it's a hard question
0: it is difficult right um wait what did you rank it for the first movie i forgot i ranked it 8 out of 10 8.5 out of 10 was it a 6 or 7 i think well it was yeah, I can't remember which one. I think it was a 6. Okay, so yeah.
1: I think this movie was an 8. Really? Um, yeah, because wow. I like the start of it. I like the mm. middle. But I hated the ending.
0: Hmm. Like
1: the way they just ended up things like really quick and then mm. killed off the original vampire Yeah, that dominates all the other vampires. It was the easiest kill ever. Mm-hmm. Like, just doing the holy water thing and then throwing it and he burns and, like, all that. Like, <clears throat> it's I think it's really bad. Mm. So, if they really did a good job in the ending, like, didn't kill him off that easy, then I'll give this movie a 10. A
0: 10? Yeah, wow. because it was
1: pretty good. The build-up was good. It's like, you know, wow. they're, com- they're combining forces to fight this, you know, evil, mm. mighty vampire ex, you know? Mm-hmm. And then... They they became more grotesque the way they show more blood. Yeah. Like, you know, I like that too. But then it, it was just the ending. It was so bad and like low budget.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: it was terrible. But other than that, oh, I gave wow. it a 10 out, 10 out of 10. Wow. But just that. So, to final ranking, down.
0: yeah, 8 out of 10. 8 out of,
1: maybe 7 or <clears throat> 8 out of 10. Yeah.
0: So 7.5, you'd say I'll maybe? Just say 7. Yeah, 7.5. Okay. So, oh, this is so tough because originally I when I was planning the podcast, I thought I'd rank it a 6.5 out of 10. Um, because like you, I thought the kills were just too easy. Um, it's kind of like a recurring theme for this franchise how they really build up this hype around the vampires, and they build up the storyline, but then they kill off all the vampires so easily in the last 10 minutes. Like, the other two movies were like that too, yeah. which is really disappointing, especially if this is the so-called original vampire who's been alive for a thousand years, you would have expected more of a fight. There's never really, like, an actual fight, right?
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, I did enjoy how they had lots of references to the original movie. There was more connection compared to the second movie. Like they mentioned Michael and Star and like those flashback scenes with Sam. So uh, I think I'm going to rank it a 7 out of 10. So out of the three movies, um, what is your least favorite, medium and then most favorite?
1: Part three, my favorite. Mm -hmm. Part one, second. And Mm. then part two, last.
0: Wow, you really changed it because two weeks ago when we recorded the um, podcast for the original movie, you said that the second was your favorite, right? It was second, third, and then the first was last. So what made you change your mind?
1: I don't know. Like, I had thoughts that the second one wasn't that good Mm -hmm. compared to the third one.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. And
1: then the original, well, I can't rank the original last. You know, that started the whole series. Mm-hmm,
0: exactly. So. Yeah, so you, what made you like the third one the best then?
1: The grotesque scenes, mm. how they killed, killed off many people, and mm-hmm. then the vampires, how they, you know, blew up and all that. Like, the blood came out. I like that. I see. Yeah, it's like watching proper vampire slash zombie
0: movies. Mm. Well, for me, um, seeing as my rankings were already on the podcast, I just have notes of what I calculated, you know, the the out of 10 score to be. Um, So my least favorite, it turns out, was the second movie. Last week I recorded it alone. I ranked it a 6 out of a 10 um now i'm starting to think it should be a 5.5 i don't know but anyways yeah that was my least favorite because i just feel like it was the least relevant to the original plot mm-hmm. at least the third movie had connections right not just edgar but like alan and then there was mentions about sam and michael yes. etc the second movie was just even though they carried the same emerson last name there's no explanation as to how they're related which is so weird right uh-huh. yeah so anyways that was my least favorite um, medium is today's movie it's a seven out of ten because there's still references to the original movie and the scenes are inter- the scenes are more entertaining like the heart rips and so on yeah um for me unlike you though my favorite is the original movie um just because it's It's what started the whole franchise Uh and just the nostalgia that it gives, like as a 1980s film. I think if they included more of the original cast, I would have been happy, like seeing Michael and Star. Uh I just want more original members in the movie, I think.
1: Yeah, that would have been really great. Yeah. I guess they couldn't get them in because of low budget. yeah. Yeah, they wanted to put the money into the yeah. actual killing of vampires and <clears or throat> showing it compared to the first series.
0: Yeah, but I just enjoyed the first movie, like, not just because of nostalgia, but the the humor, like, the 80s humor.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's, yeah, if I was to watch the second, and if you were to tell me to watch the second or third movie again, like, how do you say, like, every year or something, I probably wouldn't want to. But if I was asked to watch the original movie, I can watch it any time and I wouldn't get bored, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was the end of the Lost Boys franchise. So it's been three weeks of Lost Boys content. So I have been taking a one-month hiatus from Vampire Diaries content. Next week... Finally, we're getting back to Vampire Diaries. We're going to be on Season 1, Episode 15. So we kind of ended on a cliffhanger where, um, unfortunately, Bonnie's grandma passed away due to the spell. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the tomb vampires are going to go out. Do you remember that episode? It's like left in the cliffhanger where one of the vampires gets the blood and he's about to escape. So we left at a really good part. Yes. So finally, we can start rewatching. I'm so excited. Even though I know what happens, I get <laughs> excited. So yeah, we have eight episodes left of Season 1. So I'm guessing you're coming on to Season 1 finale episode, right?
1: Yes, most likely.
0: Yeah, and if your schedule... <laughs> if you're available on your schedule, it'd be nice for you to come on other episodes too. Yes. So from next week, we're resuming to our regular content. So definitely stay tuned and is there any final thoughts you would like to say
1: i really enjoyed being on this podcast oh that's
0: great you. thank you i really yeah. enjoyed it too yeah. when i calculate it's probably going to take me a good three years or something until i finish like vampire diaries and originals if i go at this pace yeah uh but apart from vampire diaries i do plan on taking like a break after season two to do twilight i'd, I'd like you to come on for those too um, yeah i'm gonna cover twilight and then in the very future when i finish the vampire diaries and everything else i'll probably do true blood so you can wow. come on that too yeah, yeah so as long as vampire media comes out the podcast will never end i guess wow. yeah it's immortal, immortal like vampires yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow So yeah
1: there's so many things to cover there huh?
0: is yeah there is so many things to cover but and maybe hopefully you never know in the future they might do like another spin off right of the vampire Diaries you never know you
1: never know yeah, yeah.
0: So, so it's so... support
1: my girl Thank um you. she's very passionate about <laughs> this, so um send this podcast link to anyone you know that loves vampires and yes comment on the section where you can comment yes um your opinions about the podcast mm-hmm. you know what she, what you want her to cover, mm-hmm. what kind of things that she she can cover everything else yeah
0: yeah thank you so yeah actually i hadn't decided today's q a the spotify section so i guess that can be today's question then um if there's any vampire related media you would like me to cover in the future or if you have any feedback regarding the podcast um please comment that down below on today's episode if you're listening on spotify you can just comment right in the Q&A section. If you're listening on any other services, I think you can DM me or comment on my podcast Instagram, which is at the mystic podcast. We sometimes post like vampire diaries, scenes. Um, and other vampire related stuff and any podcast updates will be up on there so that's it for today's episode so i will see you guys next sunday for vampire diaries episode 15 again thank you for coming along onto my podcast it was a pleasure thank you and i will end today's episode with cry little sister the remix version again see you goodbye
1: Bye. bye i